ever wonder what it's like to grow up in the 80s? And he has sitcoms and where's the beef ladies? Then you need to listen in your car or at work. Now it's time for Keith is a Jerk! Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Keith is a Jerk. Uh, today I am joined by Ryan. How's it going, Ryan? What is in fact up? <laughs> there. Yeah, well, that's good. I've really dug myself a hole with this stupid fucking gimmick <laughs> oh, that we it's, do. It's, it's, it's the one thing getting that, worse. I look forward to it every time we do this. <laughs> Here's the incredible part is nobody's fucking listening, so I'm under no obligation to keep doing it, but I feel I feel the, boxed in. Twenty of those hits are me listening for your intro every time. <laughs> the best part is I can hear you sweating. Like right before I'm about to introduce you. Uh and of course we got Dave there. How's it going, Dave? Hello. Okay, so today we are talking about uh, first jobs, just jobs in our youth. Teenage jobs. Teenage jobs. Shitty jobs, we'll call it that. shitty jobs. That's a fair... I don't think there was a good teenage job, was there? No. I didn't know a single person. Oh, you know what? Actually, I fucking loved all my jobs. I've hated every job I've ever had. Yeah? Oh, well, fuck. All right. I wasn't sure about this topic, but I think (laughs) uh, think we're going to be good here. Oh, Christ. My (laughs) year after I graduated college was just like hold on that's your first job that's teenage no 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 no. but i'm just saying i've had so many jobs like my first year after college is just were like you a doogie hauser why is i was <laughs> okay so you're 15 15 and i did uh kind of the equivalent of a paper route it was uh did you guys in your towns have ad bags it was like exactly what it sounds like yeah you get some flyers I, well, you get some free samples and a bag that hangs on your yeah, door i get this shit now i hate it do you okay so yeah. my first it seemed great like they the guy talked to me he's like if you do x amount of i wish i could remember the money but if you do x amount of hour you get like 11 dollars an hour and when you're 15 that sounds that's, like yeah, that's fucking, fucking good incredible money. but what they don't tell you is you know you got to deliver these things that i had my route but I, you have to pack these things, which takes like six goddamn hours. So I did the math, and like even that, I'm like, I'm making two fifty an hour. Yeah. So and then the breaking point. Did you really think bags of shit stuffed into people's door was paying eleven dollars an hour? <laughs> I did not do a market analysis before I took this job, Keith. I'm not gonna lie to you. My breaking point was one week the uh, the giveaway. Was just individually wrapped Rice Krispie squares. Sure. And I'm a grown ass man at this day. I still love me some fucking Rice Krispie squares. That, it is yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So I just made the decision. And I'm like, I am already. I've been doing this a month. I've made no money. I'm like, I'm not delivering these. I'm just gonna take them. I'm gonna hide them in my closet. I'm gonna wake up to a delicious Rice Krispie treat every morning. Mitch Hedberg had this great joke years ago, and it's kind of exactly how I felt. I'm like, to do, he was delivering flyers. He's like, I have to give these to 500 people or one dumpster, basically. <laughs> so I, like I delivered the these to one closet, and it sat in my closet, and got, totally got away with it. Like, my, my paycheck came in my mailbox the next day, next week, and I'm like, oh, let's, let's ride this train a little bit. I just And there was no interesting sample i just threw it right in the fucking garbage and i went out and played basketball so my parents thought i was still busy check came on monday this went on for like a month wow. and then and then i get a note in my mailbox like hey uh ryan i'm todd or whatever i'm your new ad bag manager looking forward to working for with you and i'm so stupid and <laughs> arrogant i don't think to do the job for the new guy right so i go out and like you know just throw it in another garbage bin and stuff like that. And then he gets calls me on Monday. He's like, yeah, Ryan, I was just on your route. I didn't see any of the ad bags anywhere. Did you get around to do that? And then I just, the jig was up at that point. I had that moment where I'm like, I could lie or I could just take my medicine, my free money and just fuck off. And I just fucked off. Cause I'm like, I'm not, this job is too hard. Yeah. I don't feel like you were the first to do this. Oh, good Lord. No, no, yeah. God, no. 
That should be and, the first thing they taught this guy on, like, And training. you know what, though, Ryan? At the, like, now being where I am in my, my life, I look at, like, the kids like you, and I'm like, they're heroes. Because I don't want that shit on my door. Seriously. Yeah, oh, I'm, yeah I'm grateful for people like you. They're, oh, God, they're, yeah. milking, they're milking the man for every dime they got and then saying, yeah, whatever the fuck, you don't change my life either way if you fire me. Yep. And I don't get shit on my door, so God bless you. I did what I could, man. I did what I could. Yeah, okay, so 15. Yeah, I think uh, I got my first job. I think I told you guys I got my job in the summer between grade 6 and 7 uh, with my dad's company. Or not my dad's company, but a friend of my dad's company. So I was going with him to Toronto every day. Mm-hmm. And at like 11 or 12 years old, whatever that is, mm-hmm. that's way too early to be getting up and doing like the morning oh grind. God, yeah. Oh my God. You know, like just, and watching my dad just, just dead, you know, like just a zombie <laughs> just driving the car and you're just like, oh Lord, what is going to happen to me? <laughs> like, even if he played the Beatles, which he loves, he was still just like, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know, whatever. If this was a sitcom, that would be like the origin episode where Keith finds out why his dad is the way he yeah, is right. and nothing's the same. Um, so it was this cool company and uh, they were a courier company and they were awesome. They're really nice to me. I mean, I was just a little kid. They're not going to be shitty to me. <laughs> um, and I used to do this thing called waybill sorting. So they would just, it was just a, a shit, you know, a, a job you give exactly yep. a, a company guy's kid or something. And they, yep. Just one of these garbage old, you know, now it would be data entry. But I just used to take the thing, look for the name of the company, put it in a pile. Pile, 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 pile. The problem is my brain is way too active. And so this job the, did not that, work that for problem? me. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> this is how I've, I've, uh, I've lived with myself for doing this is by calling myself creative. And what I did is I used to imagine like it was like a giant war, like picture like Lord of the Rings stuff. You got to do what pictured. you got to do to get through that. Yeah, yeah I had two yeah. tables. So the problem was sometimes I would feel bad for the smaller uh, groups <laughs> and I would just put a few of the other people's uh, way bills inside there. So people were getting bills from other companies. <laughs> they, didn't the under, back, they didn't understand the storyline of the battle. No, clearly. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, well, he's an orc. He needs help. Like, come on. <laughs> And so I feel bad because my poor boss was like, hey, I, I noticed just a couple little, I just want to run it over with you again. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I, I know the problem. It's still going to turn out the same way. The war is not over. I was like, this is, <laughs> come on. Uh, so yeah, that was probably my first one. So I got the, then I got a job. Um, same guy as before, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, the guy who dumped my dirt bike there and f- almost killed all the kids in summer school. <laughs> Uh, he got a job at Boston Pizza. Nice. Uh, and this was in grade seven. So I was in grade seven at the time. Jesus, that's uh, early, he was man. In, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, way early. This is poor kids, man. Like, what uh, are you talking enough. about early? I, all right, I'll, I'll let you finish your story. Whatever. Sure, early. sure. I was driving I, at seven. Don't forget about this. <laughs> so you had your first career job at eight. Dave invented Uber at nine. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, a fa- drunken family member stole the idea and sat on it. <laughs> Uh, so I was working at Boston Pizza, uh, and they were hiring all of us, mm-hmm. like all of me and my shitty friends. Like I don't know what they were thinking, but literally that whole kitchen was run by thirteen-year-olds. Uh, uh, Darren was a year older than us, so he was the, the head cook. So all your pizza <laughs> and food that was coming out of Boston Pizza was made by fourteen and under children. There were no adults in our kitchen. Were there like pennies and gummy bears in the pizza? Or Dude, you like... have no idea how much we used to fuck around at that job. Boston we're just pizza, kids. It's like Boston Pizza was a new franchise at that time too. Like we oh, never this... had that. No, no, we were the only one in Newmarket. 
and we ruined it and they had to shut it down um i mean the business plan was solid oh we had so many things like there's so many stories i could tell from that but so for job started i was a dishwasher and that job sucked yep. yeah but it was still fun because i was like hanging out with adults and stuff yeah, yeah. you know what i mean because they were all like 19 and getting drunk after work and shit and they'd let us drink mm-hmm. uh like 12 <laughs> they'd give us a couple beers or whatever it was a dollar a beer that's odd i don't find that too early yeah here's the best part about that job this is the part my wife laughs at all the time i used to walk home from my job because thursday friday set or not thursday but friday saturday if i was working because the bar we didn't close until like 1 30 or 2 right so i still had to stick stick around as the dishwasher you're doing all those stupid fucking pans and stuff oh god yeah you're closing yeah. it down i do it's it now a, yeah yeah exactly yeah. so that's fine when you're an adult you can accept that you work evenings as a child, I used to walk home so often at three o'clock in the morning from my job to home that the police got used to me walking home and used to give me a ride from Boston Pizza to home because they felt bad for me. <laughs> and also, I think it might be illegal for a cop to see an underage kid walking on the street and leaving them out past that, 12 yeah, o'clock. It, 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 it is quite possible. They were awesome. I'm not putting them down. They were amazing. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. They gave me a ride home all the time. They're like, is that beer on your breath? <laughs> Just kidding. And I'm like, no, it is. It and, is. Uh, <laughs> yours, um, yours too, officer. Let's yeah, not the, throw stones I here. St- I still remember when like, we officially closed that place down. Uh, because <laughs> there was one day, uh, my friends Darren, myself, DJ, uh, the spitting kid. Yeah. We got him a job right. there. So you can imagine how his food came out. <laughs> Good Lord. So the four of us and then maybe a couple of other our, our rapscallion friends, our buddy Jonathan, like a, a whole bunch of really, all my buddies, we all worked there. It was great. And uh, I remember one day busy as fuck, like just off the rails, Saturday night, whatever. We're mm-hmm. all cooking away in the kitchen. And uh, if you don't know what it's like working in the kitchen, we have these things, chits, that will come up. It says the yep. order. And then you just place them on this metal thing. This was to the rail, like just stacked. Like if you were making a movie about it being really busy, this would be too much. And you'd be like, let's ease it, dial it back a bit, guys. (laughs) So we have it like this. It's going crazy. Again, keep in mind, 14-year-old Darren is trying to run this kitchen. (laughs) Trying not to burn all the pizzas. And good on him. He was fucking good at this job. We're all just dicking around and laughing and chucking shit at each other. Uh, my buddy DJ is the I, worst of us I'm by far. I'm picturing him barking orders at you through like an MC Hammer toy megaphone. No, it's That's just like a, making him rap while he it. Was it was even better because it was just a, it was just a small little room, right? Like you're compacted in there. Yeah, he's so, like sweating and turning and trying to direct people, and you guys exactly. are like, "Fuck you." Well, the best part is my buddy DJ, another really funny guy, great friend. He was like, he's like, I'm going on break. And Darren's losing his mind. He's like, we're not, you're not going on break. He's like, it's my fucking break. I'm going on break. Makes himself what we used to call uh, the super slam. And so if you ever went to Boss Pizza, they had these giant pieces of garlic toast, like Mm. Texas toast before anybody else. So it was like, you take like five or six pieces of that. You put in meatballs in one section. You put like a whole lasagna in another and you just <laughs> slam it all together and make this giant sandwich because we were allowed to have a sandwich, right? right? That was our, our deal. Nice loophole. Yeah. Yeah. So DJ, so picture this, railed off, Darren's burning pizzas left, right, and center. We're fucking up pizzas left, right, and center. <laughs> DJ sitting on the grill like area, like his ass is on the counter eating his super <laughs> slam. And then in, and then our boss walks by with head office. Uh, and he's like, yeah, so as you can, 
Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and, and DJ's like, hey, <laughs> just on my break. And they just walk away. Two days later, we were shut down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I've, I have ruined a lot of companies. There's no doubt about it. So how old were you there? I, I, I got us 13 at the most. Jeez, like, I think man. I started when I was 12, and I think I was 13 when, we, when I quit. Or, well, <laughs> I didn't quit. <laughs> I was locked out. Okay, so like if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I was raised by uh, the parents that weren't in the same house. My mom was a hairdresser, so being the effeminate mama's boy I was, I went and worked with her. I was her shampoo boy. That's awesome. That's amazing. How old were you? Ten. Ten. That's great. And Uh, you're sort of like when I go to the Chinese food place and they got the little little baby (laughs) working the register. (laughs) Yeah. Like it, it was exactly that. But like because I was ten and everyone knows my mom was like a really she's a she's a very energetic, very flamboyant type of personality. So like everyone knew like that's Edna's kid, whatever. It's all good. And to be honest with you, to this day, it's probably been the one job that I've ever had that's actually taught me the most and that I've <laughs> used throughout my life. Right. Uh, because it taught me like how to properly massage a woman's scalp, which is uh, <laughs> apparently important. <laughs> And taught me how to sweep up after uh, a lady does something around the floor. And, like, I just clean that up. And then... Uh, I'm sorry. Where, what What's going on in this barbershop? Well, no. Like, sweeping up hair. Like, you have to... Like, a lot of that job. Like, you shampoo and, like, oh, that Oh, I thought you were talking about, like, like if, you know, your mom was showing, like, 50 shades darker at her barbershop. <laughs> and you're mopping up underneath. Like, cucumbers yeah. are falling down and stuff. I'm like, what kind oh, of no, place no, is no, this? No. I think no, again, this... you thought it was a hair shop. This is so your mom ran a whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> your mom maybe. was a madam. You know what? Maybe. All right, maybe. <laughs> Did a lot of state senators get their hair cut? <laughs> there is a lot of dudes in business suits. Did uh, the haircut taste take like twelve seconds and then they went to the back to pay for a while? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There was this other separate room that was dark and had like a massage bed on it. Um <laughs> uh, Hot wax is hard to clean up. <laughs> anyway, but like that job was that that job to this day still. It was awesome. Like it, I never got any money for it. But like if I went and worked with her, like you know, you get your you get the odd perks. Like you can go get like go get McDonald's or whatever. I was ten. I didn't give a shit. I didn't know what money was. No, that's great. <laughs> well, no, Second you were job getting I, paid with food. Like yeah, you were no, getting no, paid I, by I being was a alive. fat kid, so that <laughs> I that totally worked for me as a yep. fat kid. That totally worked for, for me. For sure. My first my first real job is like we lived again like in the projects in the top of Midland. Uh and the one spot where they would see us every day, we'd stop in my mom before my mom would drop me off a couple hours before school on the side of the curb and then uh come get me a couple hours after school on the side of the curb, <laughs> where we'd always stop on the way from uh to school and the way from school is at the the little convenience store across the street. She'd get a paper uh, I'd go in and whatnot, or I'd fill the gas, whatever. I'd like 11, 12 at this point. Right, right. So eventually uh, they got to know who I was, and my first ever job was working in a uh, convenience store. Uh, that's pretty sweet. I always thought that was yeah. a cool job when I see you guys with that one. Yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It sucked balls. <laughs> like, I know what Ryan's talking about now, but like, that was the first experience I had ever had. And I was about 11 or 12 years old where I, I kind of started feeling that like sucking kind of like that little vortex of going down the drain of life. Right. Like where it started, like you just felt your day. Like all I kept saying is like, my day is just like, I got to have nothing to do when I get home. I have to go to bed when I get home. <laughs> and Oh like, yeah. I everybody completely... goes through that. Yeah. It was always the same thing. Dude, I'm walking home at two in the morning, <laughs> three in the morning for fucking pasta pizza. I'm like, this is my life now. But so eventually like I was a good kid. So 
eventually they trusted me to start going behind the till and start saying, and that sucked out even more because we weren't self-serve or anything for the gas, but like mm. all I was doing was being a 12 or 13 year old kid. And I don't even know if it was legal. No, I like, don't think it is. No. <laughs> 40-year-old drunk dudes coming in and being to, like, pack a uh, right. matinee extra slim. <laughs> and uh, I had to clean up puke a bunch of times. Like, oh, yeah. it, it was like a it was a shitty part of town. I uh, don't think you've ever worked in the places you think you work. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is just a different porn shop that you worked in. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wish I could get my wife to come down here and do this because she used to tell me awesome stories. She worked at a convenience store as well. Now, at yours, did they rent videos? Uh, no, no, okay. this was just a straight up, straight up, uh, everything is all about gas, smokes, and fucking lottery cards. That's right, all. scratchers. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, back to my Christmas. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's funny because she used to tell me all these amazing stories about because, like, they had the video store there too. And so they rented porn. So, the, like, it's a small town. You'd see everybody <laughs> that you knew, you know what I mean? Like, teachers is, oh, well, I found this on the road, and I think I should just drop it off. I'm being a good Samaritan. <laughs> it's or, more or less bringing the tag up, because you used to remember, like, they used to have the Velcro, and, like, they used yep. to put a little, like, a chip, right. a little poker chip or something yeah, like that. that's exactly it. Yeah. I had a friend, yeah, like, I had a friend who worked at a video store in Elmville, too, and it's small. It's, like, 1,500 yeah. people. Yeah, And, like, yeah. They, they, if you get you a pink see, chip, people know. Yeah, like, you know what color, you know what section you're going to get in and like there was always like a teenager working there yeah. and inevitably you know you were that teacher at one point like we're gonna just slide that chip up just trying to be discreet it's like buying condoms at a fucking yeah i never they, even, I would they put it in a different bag when you check it out too oh, it's really? not like a, like a not an opaque uh, bag see like, i believe like, like, i'm not one of those guys and not to say that i don't watch porn i'm just i didn't have the guts to go in and rent it i was too terrified mm -hmm. i can't even ask oh. for extra bread at a restaurant <laughs> do you think i'm bringing a fucking pink tab up to the goddamn counter of people i remember I the first time daily? i bought a porn at a at a convenience store i was like i was in my like oh, early dude, 20s but like ballsy. i drove on the to the other side of the city oh yeah that's a smart good. move i yeah. wish i knew yeah that, yeah. oh fuck now i'm mad that's what i should have <laughs> yeah. done i had to watch my dad's old 70s porn you know what i mean now I got a weird thing for 70s porn. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Another, we'll another podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. a great one. This is a great yeah, podcast about jobs, by the way. <laughs> it always goes <laughs> to this area. Well, you shouldn't be surprised. Um, what else? I mean, then I had I had lots of... Sorry, crazy... you were talking about your friend that was working at another job. Or no, it was Ange. Oh, yeah, Ange, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Just saying, yeah, like, just... It, I think that was it. And she'd, like, you know, see people from her high school. Yeah. You know, like, because back then we had OAC and stuff, so you could be 18 in yep. high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she would say, like, she would see people pull up, see that Angie was working behind, just pull back out, drive around, <laughs> wait and see oh, her. no. Turns just, out I don't need just dish soap. Begging actually, for her yeah. shift to be over. <laughs> and yeah. uh, the other thing she said, too, she's like, and then you got the opposite spectrum. Uh, I, I can't do this justice. I wish she should be here for this, but it's, it's great. She'd talk about... Um, uh, guys that would come in and be like, Ugh, I already saw this one. Can I change it? And she'd be like, is the plot much different? Frodo's still leaving the Shire in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I had a job where I found out that I worked for the mafia inadvertently. That was pretty cool. I oh, did too. Yeah. I think, yeah, let's, let's touch on that. Go yeah, ahead. sure. Because okay. So yeah. I, I, I thought about it. I started writing down my, my ideas this afternoon. I was like, Oh, I should talk about when I worked at blank. I'm not saying the name. There's no chance in hell. Oh, God. But I started writing down. I'm like, I'm and I was like, Holy shit. I got names and no stop. Like this <laughs> Just is all in case it's being <laughs> monitored right now. And yeah. only the three of us hear the name. A hundred percent. This never 
never gets broadcast, I don't want to end up dead just for yeah. like, no. Right. If, if you put it on your phone, delete it off your phone. Right so now. Uh, I will say, first of all, I love that job. It was a good job. Oh God, yeah, me too. It was a great job. I was a pizza delivery boy, and if anybody who knows me knows I'm the worst in the fucking world with directions. <laughs> that is the worst job in the world for me. But I was the only kid who was at 16. I had my own car, so they're like, yeah, long, cool. Long, long before the days of the GPS. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. I used to, No, it was even worse. I didn't even have, like, a map in my car. So we had a map on the wall in the restaurant, in the pizza place. I'd go. Uh, he'd be like, okay, you're going here. And he would show me, and I'd be like, Duh, just do a little finger trace. and be like, gone. Now, it wasn't the town I grew up in, so for the most part, I was okay. Right. But there were a few areas like the Richie Riches where I'm like, I... <laughs> I am sorry this is 78 minutes to get your pizza. <laughs> Knew the fuck out of the poor well, neighborhood. And I used to be like, man, this job, you don't get tips. And I was like, no, they probably do. They probably do just fine. The other guy who was a delivery guy was doing great. Uh, so anyway, I had that job for a little while. And I remember I went in early one Sunday morning. Uh, and I, <laughs> I just came in to pick up my check. Mm -hmm. uh, my own fault. I should have called and said, hey, I'm just going to swing by. So I walk in and the door was open. We weren't open yet, but that way I knew my boss was in the back. Yep. As I'm walking into the back, few big gentlemen, uh, I will say uh, possibly from maybe Italy. That <laughs> we'll just say Mediterranean. Yeah, Mediterranean, Mediterranean is that, yeah, 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 yeah. It, within that area, I would assume. You know, I don't want to be racist and 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 judge. Olive skin. Yeah, I I think that was fair yeah, to say. Okay. Right. Adidas um, Adidas style, like full <laughs> Adidas uh, kind of track pants, like up jacket. So little irish uh, kid walks in and all eyes just whoosh, oh 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 i don't know where you know so again i don't know where they're from but i'm hearing a lot of this and i'm like oh sorry i'm just looking for blank his name and and i'm like oh god there is a mountain of cash on the back the back table like the i'm i'm nervous right now just talking i'm sweating i'm thinking about this so there and i'm talking like it's a huge pile i've never seen that much money and admittedly this is all it's burned into my head but it's it's a blur because i even at the time i recognized what this was and i was mm -hmm. terrified yeah. i've been in a crack right. house with guns everywhere and it was nowhere near as scared as this right <laughs> and they're like oh 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 and uh and so all of a sudden hey bobby has just joined us and uh come on over buddy so little, little I get bit back of there. There for Bob, a little bit of cardio. That was great. I love it. Just a little bit. Grab a seat, pal. Oh, I just joined <laughs> out for a couple minutes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, guys? Nothing. Talking about uh, jobs, buddy. Terrible jobs. Oh. So let me finish out this one, then we'll yeah. get a quick story yeah. out of Bob, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll let him get on his way. So uh, I was just filling these guys in. I uh, worked at a pizza place. Went in a Sunday. Uh, walked into the back. Mountain of cash. Giant. Uh, we believe. I believe now that I'm talking to my friends, maybe Italian. I think that's maybe where they're from. Was it called Front Pizza? <laughs> it's called Laundry Dough. And uh, <laughs> so I go back. Right away, my boss sees me and just zip lines. Like, this is a big fat man. And he was quick. Like, just, it, I felt like the flash had grabbed me and moved me out of the building. Like, it was like, all everything supported just, your neck and yeah. everything on the way out the door. Like, he took me as in, like, he was going to dip me for a kiss, but just dragged me out and, like, hey, hey. And I'm like, uh, I, I just, I was just coming by to get my check. I forgot to get it yesterday. And he's like, no problem, no problem. Let me go get that for you. Get about it. Yeah. <laughs> he may have said, he may have said something like that. I don't know if that's a common thing. Uh, 
Um, again, I make no assumptions from where these gentlemen were from. Uh, he comes back with my truck and he's like, hey, uh, cool. So, yeah, you're good, good. And I'm like, I, the whole time he's gone, eh, 14, 15 seconds. Felt like 19 hours. Yeah. I, I was yeah. like, am I going to die? Like, should I be running right now? Yeah. Standing outside beside like three Lincoln Continentals. <laughs> But picture that. So I'm like 17 years old. So, I mean, I know enough to know that I should be scared, right? I've seen like Boys in the Hood and stuff at this time. This is, you know, these are those movies that are out. (laughs) Goodfellas, not yet. I don't think. I don't think Goodfellas out yet. So if I'd seen that, I'd have been off. Um, But so for those whole, that whole 10, 15 seconds that he's gone, I'm terrified. And every scenario is going through my head. Keep in mind, I'm also a little karate kid. I think I can maybe fight my way out of this if if it comes to it. So did Ryan. These, ge- <laughs> These gentlemen throw, like, are all easily 6'2", 300 pounds. Like ninja stars. <laughs> <laughs> but I, actually, and that's what's worse. I'm the, I, if it's fight or flight, I'm thinking flight. Because yeah. I'm mapping all of my ways that I can jump of fences course. and get out You're of here. also wearing yeah. air flights at yeah. this point. <laughs> Whatever the knockoff would have you a lot because you might have like turned the other cheek and like, so what are you guys doing in here? Yeah, oh my God. Just I could have made some money. Blend. That would have been incredible. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. Keith, Irish go shine Keith. my fucking shoes. Walking, <laughs> you didn't see nothing. Okay, so guess what his sentence is? Comes out, gives me my check, and then he's like, "All right, cool, yeah, you're good, you're good. Hey, hey." He's like, uh, you, "You know what that was, right?" And I'm like, "I, I, I don't know." He's like, "All right, good boy." You didn't, you, okay, good, good boy. Boy, good boy. Get gives me, here, a, gives me the, gives me oh, the little, oh, little slap tell, on my face, yeah. Tell. And I'm like, I, I don't. Again, I, is that of, is that indicative of, of a certain nationality? Uh, that where people just <laughs> say you're a good boy and slap word, your face a couple times. The word Sicilian. My father-in-law does into... it to me a lot, so yeah. <laughs> Here's the best part: knowing that they know where I live. My thought was, I'm not going home if they just go and shoot up my house. Yeah, that's okay. I just won't be there. And I, no warnings, no you nothing. You don't care if Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru are burning on the side. <laughs> it's not a big deal for you. Keith is You're just going to wait it out. Keith is holding a check for $80 thinking about yeah. starting over, man. This is not a good, this is not a good week. You know what I mean? Like, so picture that. So because this is a Sunday, I don't think I worked again until Wednesday or Thursday, right? Because that's when you're busy nights. I got like three, four days to just shit my pants every time I hear a honk, every time I see a bigger car, every time I hear, oh, hey, every time I hear any of this, I'm just losing it. I'm getting to the point where I think I'm doing your vowels at school. (laughs) Sometimes why? So I never came up. So it just never talked about again. He never brought it up. I never brought it up. You kept your mouth shut? Fucking right I did. Now I'm a little pissed. I'm like, yeah, maybe a little little extra lettuce in my pocket would have been nice. (laughs) Right, yeah, but like not even an extra slice of pizza going your way or anything? No, I mean, look, he was was from a nationality that was big on feeding you. So that was never a problem. I I was always well fed, yeah. What kind of pizza place was this where they served lettuce on the pot? (laughs) Do you really think I'm saying the name today? (laughs) So anyway, that was that that job. That was fun. What about you, Bobby? My first job was... um, Doing a, uh, like a, like I had a paper route. Didn't anybody have a paper route? Yeah, we talked well, yeah. well, yeah, we yeah. about Ryan this? went into the paper route. Did he? Um, how long did you do it for? Did you do it for 14 years like I did? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, from the time that no, I... I, I didn't get a golden watch when I was done my paper route, Bob, no. 
I was really hoping he was going to say he was a manager like, I, for those people Bob's, who handed out the Bob's bags. still throwing out papers while he's playing his shows at the VA. He's like, oh. Hey, you can't talk to me like that. I have tenure at the Toronto Sun. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, every morning I would wake up and do these papers and my dad would drive drive us around. Of course he would. Your dad's yeah, good dad. He's amazing. Yeah. And, but the route was so big. It was massive. So we did it both both in our old city that we used to live in that we when we switched. And I was a little older, we found another big, massive route up here, right? See, I kind of like that. I kind of like that your dad was both amazing, like the kind of guy who would help you wrap, pack them and drive you around, but also shitty enough to be like, no, take on more, Bob. Yep. It makes Take me, on more. It makes me wonder exactly how much money we had growing up because right. they wouldn't let me quit. Right. <laughs> I think all my money you was think going all those towards fucking toys were going, free, Bob. Going towards all the toys. Your mom had to take a job at Toys R Us just to get a discount for your fucking greedy ass. Why do you think she just retired? Bob finally done collecting fucking wrestling dolls. I was I was delivering papers in high school still and my dad was driving me around and I was still just crush hammered like in the passenger seat <laughs> delivering these like I was wobbling up to the, <laughs> these mailboxes and uh, <laughs> and the one day I was like uh, sorry dad I, I we gotta pull over or whatever and uh, he's like why and I'm like, we gotta pull over right right now and I just harf into the nearest sewer and i'm like oh i must have drank some bad orange juice meanwhile right. i'm like I'm, I'm 17 and i'm drinking screwdrivers right, right? Yeah. I, yeah he, he, he was good thing than, your dad's he, some kind of idiot yeah he yeah was exactly way smart he's I, like why i gave him he's no smiling credit. the whole time you do it oh man i gave good him good no job credit. son pick up the fucking paper and go <laughs> yeah it was at, around that point where yeah. our dad didn't want to deliver papers with me anymore right. and then the, the only uh, difference between your dad and keith and i's dad i think is that that your dad legitimately knew what was going on. Whereas our, our dads were like, yeah, I don't know. It must be bad orange juice or something. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Do you have any more of that orange juice? <laughs> so that's my that's my first job story. I don't, like, uh, yeah, it was terrible for the longest time. I hated doing yeah, paper would paper. suck. It's not fun. I remember I, I had a similar thing to somebody who was like you where he was going on vacation and he was like, I'll pay you 40 bucks to do my rows. Like, whoa, uh, one fucking yeah. day? 40. Yeah, I tried, I tried to do that many times. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah, buddy. And I was yeah, like, I got it. there, done that for oh. my cousin as well, Keith. Yeah, for sure. And that was the worst part is he gave me this huge stack and he's like, okay, so the rest are at my house. And I was like, the rest? <laughs> he's like yeah you can't carry all these so you gotta carry these like three bags and then deliver them and then go to my house and restock up I was like I was done the first bag I was like fuck this <laughs> just chucked them wherever I was like everybody's getting the Sunday sun this week I couldn't do it because yeah. I was super well yeah your the dad's there yeah. time and I couldn't chuck oh, them you had I a reputation love. in the industry that's great yeah. Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> I remember I did it for my cousin one time, like going around the block and the same thing kids Keith like had the double load and like walking up and we lived in a funky part of town, him and I and like <laughs> The smells and like the animals that you would see at the front door while like it was the worst. Like all you would hope is that you would like be able to walk up and deliver the the paper and not have to make a scene or like not interact with anybody. But inevitably, one out of every two houses you walked up, there's either a creepy old lady or something stinks right by the Absolutely. front door. An animal's fucking chasing you. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Walking into these little front mudrooms. And I've never stink. done it before. I don't know what to expect. You just gave Why me numbers are you guys to going my house. inside. Yeah. 
Well, like collection. I do the, remember collecting. Yeah, we had to. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, remember collecting? Come on. Collect. The worst. Who's, who sends 11 year old muscle to go get your newspaper money? <laughs> collecting, bitch. So once we collect. Think once, about that now. Like, you could not do that now. No. Yeah. No. Sure, come on in. It's yeah. just inside no, 100%. here. 100%. Once we collected all the money, um, there was a certain day that we would go and meet, like, the grand. Wizard? Uh, wizard of... <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I had this the, job too. The Sunday paper. And so I'd go and, and give him all the money. Right. Well, I mean, like my dad would drive me, of course, to sure. this, the, the school parking lot. It was on like a Saturday. How shady is that? I love it. So shady. And I will tell you how shady it is. This guy drove a Ferrari. And I, I am not like... So I had to go into this old... Like it was in the 80s, right? So old 80s Ferrari or whatever. Was it a yellow one? I think there. I saw it out front it of was, my pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> and just have this like meeting with this guy. I was like nine years old, and dad just sat there. I guess just yeah to make sure you didn't get making molested. Sure I was okay, or man, there's so many rackets that are like all the TV shows make it out to be like yeah, there's like big and like casinos and whatnot. Like the real people making real money are making money off 14 year old kids doing I'm, papers. I'm, I'm kind of leaning pizza. towards maybe setting something like this up. i no, me too. I'm thinking about it while we're doing this. I'm yeah. like, there's gotta there's gotta be an in somewhere. I got a son. He's got a bunch of friends. Let's fucking. Yeah. They're just sitting around. Speaking of speaking of friends, I, like when you were growing up, were there was there ever like I know when I was doing like I did uh, my mom's work and I I kept doing that just to help out all the time. Sure. But, like I had the, the the convenience store job, but like I when I started playing in bands in high school, and I have a a buddy who, you know, he's doing well for himself now, but he had probably the worst fucking job, I've. I don't know if you guys can come up with like an idea of like ever hearing of the a worst job than this, but him and I were in a band together and he did this three times a week. That's the worst job I, I could was going to say. Being in a band with you. I did that shitty job for a while. <laughs> I wasn't talking about rehearsing with me, but like, so three other times a week he was, uh, he was go to the local nursing home and this would, he would do this for like, peanuts he would like is part of like a co-op at first right, and then right, he right. started getting paid but he had to he was essentially the mop-up boy at uh, a villa at at like a, a an old folks home for fucking four years of his high school life and he told us some of the worst stories i think i've ever heard <laughs> about old people banging in their bathrooms with like like while they had their little poles very like, real problem the, yeah very, i've heard that very, very real problem, problem. I'm, i can't fucking wait no <laughs> it sounds the amazing like now that you're getting older but when oh, you're like all right it's the best because they teenagers. instantly forget about each other right. yeah. <laughs> yeah the but next day about, it's just like, star-crossed lovers all over again yeah. his job three times a week was shit piss and old folks come and, and then the that, other times he went to the nursing home <laughs> and then the other time, exactly that's just being in a band with you <laughs> <laughs> that's being in a band with me now <laughs> amazing yeah uh did you guys ever do dicky d do you guys remember no, that the ice cream I, guys I remember it yeah we okay. used to chase him down yeah, yeah yeah so i didn't do this one but i watched a crazy thing happen once this is great so this is my buddy's job was the Dickie D. So anybody doesn't know, it's the fucking craziest job. It's a yeah. bicycle. It's like a unicycle. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bicycle. I have nothing with but respect a, for these people 100%. as athletes. As it's, athletes. It's a bicycle with a freezer attached. 
and then you have to ride this around town. Now, if you're real lucky, you get the umbrella to kill your wind resistance and yeah. just make it even worse. So uh, it's my buddy's first day on the job. He's like, "Can you, you guys want to just come? Like, just just hang out, like you know." And we're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm not pushing that fucking thing ever. We ended up helping him push it. It's shitty. Um, so. He's, he's this, these kids. A big fucking freezer on the front, it's too. You're huge, right. It's huge, man. It's, honestly, I, I'm going to guess that the thing would have to weigh what? Like at least six, 700 pounds. Yeah. Not, yeah. Because it's also filled with ice cream. Ice. <laughs> and not, it's not designed for wind resistance no, either. No. no. And not designed to slow down when you're going down a big hill. Here we go. Oh, so God. we Tell had, me somebody jackknifed in one of these things. I want, it, this is, it, honestly, it's, I, I want to put this in a movie so badly. So, this kid, uh, hey, fuck it, I'll say his name. Jeff is, uh, he's, he's riding his thing, sees a bunch of kids, ta- you know, waving them down. The same you do with strippers is to get them prepared, right? Like, they've got them on the side with their dollar, waving right, it. Right. Jeff's like, all right, hold on, I'm going to go back. Now, we're at the top of probably the biggest hill in my little town, <laughs> oh, and it's fucking, it is a big hill. Now, these kids... I'm not kidding. We were really young, right? Like, that's a job you give. That's a racket job, right? So he's only about 11, maybe 12 when he's doing this job. (laughs) So it's hard enough. (laughs) He gets to the top of this hill with these kids. And they're waving them down. And they call for their nutty buddy or whatever the hell they want. (laughs) And so we're watching. And we're not really paying attention because whatever. He's been doing this all day. All of a sudden we hear, ah, ah. And we look over. He tells us this version. These kids have, like, this is their racket. They get one kid to stand out on the side with the dollar. They wave over the Dickie D. They fucking mug them. They all jump in. These are, I, these are the hoodlums I grew up with. These are, Where did you live? These yeah. are like the raptors in Jurassic Park. That's what it's like. Yeah. Clever girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you Clever hear. Clever girl. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, kids just swarm them. So they all dig their hands in. They're laughing. Not even just boys. There's like boys and girls in this. <laughs> and they pull they all in unison they were fucking organized man they rip out all the ice cream that they can handle then they all dig their shoulders into this fucking refrigerator and push it backwards now my buddy is flying down the hill backwards at us and we're like I don't know what to do he starts doing that wobble you know like that it's reserved usually for skateboards or bicycles with freezers attached so all of a sudden ass over end this whole thing just goes flopping snaps his arm in half oh Oh, fuck so now he's got a fucking now we got a kid who's got a busted arm and we still got this freezer with a bicycle attached and we're like what the hell are we supposed to do here like this guy he's gotta go to the hospital i'm not driving this piece of shit around uh so anyway a neighbor came out i guess they've seen this before <laughs> that's the hot point yeah. <laughs> it's like the guy that comes out and cleans up all the evidence right? exactly that's your buddy who had to come out three Old days a week frank. and clean up neighborhood frank's poor mess of ice cream and blood uh so yeah he didn't i don't think he kept that job that's um, wow. But yeah, that's that I didn't I and then after I shit you not, like two days later, he's like, and you guys wanna like get a job there? We're like, are you in your fucking mind? Oh, is, the, oh, is there a vacancy? Yeah. Weird a uh, position I've, opened yeah, up. I've seen this invisible rope routine before. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to tell you that these are just midgets, like, you know, in like pretending to be kids. Full on, just little kids, man. Like oh, Jesus six Christ. to so ten at the absolute most. I can't oh. even imagine. Like, that's my 
my children's age. I can't even imagine my kids pulling that off. <laughs> I'd be so sort of impressed. I'd be like, well, little children of the corn organized. I love it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's what it was. They loved the the little purple one that looked, was supposed to look like a ghost with two uh, yeah, bubble gums. The Pac Man, right? Wasn't yeah. that the Pac Man one? I guess one? so. Yeah. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Lost, well, I'm not gonna boys. lie. We're helping our friend. You know, oh God, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, so we're helping him up. His arm is like literally snapped in half, like doing that that yeah. dangle, right? Like a oh. fucking clock pendulum. Right. And so, uh, yeah, <laughs> Ryan's got a broken hand. It's the same thing. Not that bad. So uh, this poor, you know, mom who's seen this before is walking him into her house. Uh, I, I would I'd love it if the story ended with him also getting molested. <laughs> so they go in to, to call an ambulance or whatever. We're like, holy shit. So, it's a lot of ice cream on the ground here. <laughs> I knew this is where this was going. <laughs> I don't have $19, but I feel like I have $19 worth of ice cream. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's fine. You know, she's got him. What are, you know, what, it's just going to go to waste. Uh, 100% we ate all the ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about it. Have me some Pac-Man, some fucking Besides the Sonics. One, the one ice cream sandwich he had on the bone protruding out of the... Uh, oh, that dude. poor bastard. That's the worst part. Is he probably got dinged for all of it, too. Anyway, yeah, Bobby's got to go. Sorry, guys. All right, no it's worries. Nice to, uh, good. Come by for a second, though. Yeah, Sorry it was to fun. kind of bust up the jive or whatever, but I was yeah. like, so excited on the way home. I wanted to, to contribute. Beautiful. That's good. Yeah, man, Bobby. It's good Always to see great. you. Always great. Check you later, everybody. All right, homie. Thank you, Bobby. All right, what about Fired. You ever get fired? Almost exclusively, yes. Yeah, I was say, Ryan, I know you got fired a bunch. <laughs> Thanks, Bobby. See you, buddy. No, I got fired a lot. Uh, again, that's... What was the worst thing you got fired for? Oh, shit. Um, you know what? The first uh, kind of grocery store job I had, I was 19. Oh, I always wanted a grocery store job. I thought those it were It was actually, you know, cool. it's like really unionized yeah. now, too, and shit like that. If I would have held on to that, I would have been okay but uh it was my first day was the day after my 19th birthday okay and if you're not from ontario that's when you can legally drink and i was you know i was trying to be semi-responsible i was like i'll go for a drink tonight you know whatever my friends just had complete different plans of course fucking alcohol poisoning and my mom my poor mom was a uh we say that a lot yeah She was a psychiatric nurse. She just gets off a shift working like 12 hours to drive me to fucking work the next day. Finds me on the floor, like covered in puke, piss, and everything. She's like, Ryan, you smell like a brewery. This is your first day. I'm like, I'm fine. I just like the the orange juice thing, basically, Dave. So she just starts pouring certs in my mouth. She's like, you don't even have time to shower. Just get, puts the fucking smock on me. And she's like, you're going. So she drives me to the grocery store, drops me off out front. It's like oh eight in the God. morning. The store's not actually open yet. She drops me off at the beginning and she's like, don't fuck this up. It was like the Amazing. first time I heard my mom say fuck. She's oh, like, don't fuck great. this up. And I'm like, I'm fine. All right, like I'm waving as the car pulls out of the site. And then I just grab the nearest garbage can and just start retching my oh. brains out. Gentlemen, All those mints are coming back up. Gentlemen, I was scheduled for an eight hour shift. I only worked three. And it, I know this because people in the back were keeping score. I puked nine times. Oh my god! In a three-hour shift, uh, I think I might have said food poisoning. <laughs> the best part is I puked in the owner of the restaurant's office. I was I was like getting fit. The grocery store. Yeah, yeah, the grocery store. Yeah, I was in his office, like standing on a chair, getting fit for like my outfit, and so they were measuring me, and like. <laughs> 
I just grabbed a garbage can and I just started barfing my fucking brains out. Oh my god! Into, well, and, they're probably like fitting you for like the seafood counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna you know, get you uh, like the second worst. Like, <laughs> I was in produce and expired produce when you're hungover, man. It's just a different nightmare altogether. Holy Christ! But, so I, I, I just, I physically, I couldn't do anymore, guys. And I just, I called my mom after three hours, and I'm like, mom, come get me. And she's like, you were supposed to be there until five. <laughs> She's, I'm like, and again, this poor woman, she just wants oh. to sleep. She just did a graveyard shift at the hospital. She's like, good Lord. She's like, okay, well, I'm coming to get you, but I'm not in a hurry. She's like, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. And I'm like, okay, I'll be out front. So I literally, you. I have nothing left inside my body. So I literally, I went out into the parking lot and found like a, you know, those grassy little knolls that separate. Right, right, right. I lied down and I started to sleep like starfish style with my my arms out on one of those. I wake up to my mom kicking me in the ribs and say, just get in the car. Just, just, just get in the goddamn car. Like take me away. You're a college student's indie movie. Yeah. 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 That was like the drunkest I'd ever been. And like, that was amazingly, I held on to that job for like three weeks after that <laughs> you could get wow. away on your, yeah. you can get away with that on your first day if you say food yeah. poisoning yeah i yeah. think that's I mean, true i was not a great employee after that and, no. you know, they, i was on thin ice the whole time of course basically but yeah and uh, i thought you were gonna say the job ended at three hours because i do have a three hour story <laughs> oh, which goody. is great now this is not me uh i worked uh after i worked in in kitchens I, that's sort of where i kept working it's sort of it's much like your career. I don't know about you guys, but as a kid, like if you work in kitchens, you can always get a job in another kitchen, right? Right. Yeah. Well, look at me now. Right. Exactly. Yep. So, uh, so I went from working in one kitchen in Boston Pizza to a couple other ones, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm working in this one sports bar, and it's a crazy place. If anybody's ever worked in in a bar, I don't know about everybody else, but my experience has always been it's pretty much just an ongoing orgy from when you get there to when you quit. I've worked in different <laughs> kitchens than you. You should get. You should have worked in the places that I worked because it was great. Okay. You know, you're you're working with these beautiful. Yeah, you know, it's just beautiful people, right? They're mm-hmm. hiring, not necessarily in the kitchen. I was but, gonna say, yeah. Yeah. Oddly <laughs> enough, we had a couple. Like one guy was like a model as well as doing like working in the kitchen. It's very that strange. Happen. That doesn't happen. It was strange, okay. and I was like, I didn't want to hire him. I was like, no, guys, this is. I'm doing okay here. I can't have this. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he turned out to be a really cool guy. So it's the kind of guy you can't stand. Right, you know, right, you're right, like, right. oh, God damn it. He's a nice guy. Yep. <laughs> um, so in this uh, restaurant, um, I'm dating one of the girls. Now, I'm 17 at the time. Um, and she's 20 or 21. She did not know I was 17. So that was a whole other uh, part of the problem. Anyway. Awesome. Yeah, she was awesome. She was great. Uh, you can imagine. It's exactly like you would imagine if you're a 17-year-old boy and you're dating a hot 21-year-old bartender. It was fantastic. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's the dream. It, it really was. Um, anyway, we would have lots of fun banter back and forth mm-hmm. while I'm... Some, some innuendo, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps a little innuendo, Playful you know? in nature. Yeah, just just a couple a couple little, you know, whatever. You know, hey, this foot-long hoagie. Yeah, I think I'm going to get a foot-long later. <laughs> oh, I doubt it. It's even, not even close. Um, and then I would, you know. It's a just, bagel. It's yeah. a bagel. <laughs> it's the pickle on the side. And so I would, a <laughs> little bit of that. Yep. And so even, again, we've got, you know, this really good-looking guy, and he's flirting with the other waitresses, and yep. they're all happy because this dude's, you know, mm-hmm. working and gorgeous. Lots of little things like that. Yep. Like, foot long uh you know hey guys how long till my rack oh, oh she's on her yeah. rack i don't know maybe when you're done <laughs> really gross weird stuff mm-hmm. now we had this guy who was just starting that night mm-hmm. 
And he'd never witnessed anything like this. Mm -hmm. And he did not understand what this was. And you could tell, like, just looking at his face while he's seeing us making these first, like, five six comments yep. just because it's, it's the pack mentality you get on a roll 100 percent, and you know yeah there. everyone's yeah. welcome to join in yep. like you know even the guys who are you know whatever they're not it, it, they're still free to say something <laughs> if you've worked there a while of course that's the fucking tag a rapport. if you've worked there for a, a while and they know that you're not a rapist <laughs> <laughs> they're 75 percent sure you're not i a wish we had video so that i could do his face just picture <laughs> a little kid in a candy store just like, what is this magical place? I can just say these things to these women, and 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 we're and he, and he, he's not asking any of us. He didn't even like. He didn't like. Hey guys, this is cool. Can I just try and say something? My girlfriend at the time said, "Well, you know, whatever dating is. I'm not even really. It's not even really my girlfriend. We're just right. dating." Right. And so she says something along the lines of, "Hey, what are we doing later?" He pipes back with, how about I take you back and fuck you in the asshole? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh no. If there was a radio playing in the back of the kitchen, the radio stopped suddenly. I went out. I ran across the road to the record player store, <laughs> bought a record player and a record, brought it back, set it all up, put on the record just so I could go. <laughs> it was mental. And everything stopped. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do in this situation. I'm like, whoa, dude. And now here's the thing. This girl's 21. Bartender. This is a feisty girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She is not having this. This is a 21-year-old hot bartender. She's used to old guys. Yeah. She dis- she's like, what did you say to me? Oh, God, that's... And he was like, I was just, like, everyone was... I did the thing that you, you did. He just... Uh, <laughs> you mm. said foot long. And she's like, you said you want to take me out back and fuck me in my asshole? And that's he was like, I, is that what I... I don't... <laughs> so much was said I couldn't was, keep was track that you, of Keith did you say I thought Keith said and I'm like no nah, no nah, dude no nah, mm-mm, no mm-mm. Uh, I'm 17 and I can't ask for extra bread in a restaurant I'm not saying that no <laughs> I'm like this is uh uh-uh. I'm like you gotta go now yeah and he was like he's like so and then everybody's just standing there no one knows what to do like there's still orders and stuff we're trying to, and, and and then the best part is the the, the other guy, the model guy is like, uh, he's kind of dating her too, so, and he's like, oh, oh. oh, and he just we're sitting there and we we're like I'm like all right let's just let's just keep working like I I don't know what to do my he, girlfriend stormed off at this point I'm like I gotta go talk to her in a minute won the lottery there because like oh. you're such a sweet guy but like in that situation and you've got a mixed martial arts background I'm too not, yeah, like, I, look this poor guy just made the <laughs> no, very he, the very yeah, you read the decision. Chips, right? like you know yeah. it's just like there's this weird thing in restaurants because yeah I work in restaurants all my life as well I'm like yeah I know exactly what you're talking about the moment that line gets crossed everything just goes <gasps> Uh, it's and like the vacuum, air gets sucked into the building, and yeah. you just know that someone's like stepped on a kitten or something like that. <laughs> exactly. And so then, then he, so we keep working, and he's just kind of got his head down, and we're like, "All right, cool, man. Like, let's let's just let's just try to move on. Let's just you know, we'll chalk it up as a bad decision, and I may apologize to her later. It'll be fine." And, uh, and so we keep working, and we're like, "Hey, can you just run to the back, get the next the cheese bin or something like that? Right? We're out of shredded cheese. Okay." 
goes out of the back, get the cheese bin. And it's like five minutes. I'm like, where the fuck is the cheese bin? His apron and everything is just at the back door. <laughs> the best part is we had like a, 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 like a cook, a chef, you know, jacket or whatever that goes with it and an apron. It's just at the back. So he left shirtless. So he just, <laughs> he just walked out the back door shirtless. Because oh. his shirt and stuff was still in the... So he left, uh, he left his jeans and his shirt. A decision he was wore, made. So it's somewhere in that night in Newmarket, a gentleman <laughs> who was probably 18 or 19 was walking around in a pair of those black and white checkered chef pants and no shirt. And he didn't have a car, so he was just a strolling uh, gentleman that evening. Oh, there are some great initiations when it comes to like newbies, when it comes into kitchens kitchens are a hard place to get into yeah like we get we used to get you know new kids like especially busters and like not, yeah, yeah, yeah we get we get them to do air samples where like they right. have to jump like they have to do a fu- like a 10 foot sample a five foot sample and like a one foot sample and they right. have to collect them in like just a plastic bag so that we can <laughs> analyze the air later on and then uh we make them go across the street like everyone's always like can you go get like go to the other you know, restaurant across the street and like we needed some blue steam for the steam table <laughs> <laughs> and one of my favorites one of my favorites still is like uh we have uh we have escargot at the restaurant that i work at so i always make the new kids put on like rubber gloves and right. like grab a stick and like some like safety goggles i put them like there's ditches outside by where where i work and i make the kids go down and like check get the... snails Aww. well no 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 I, I get them to check the escargot traps but they have to be careful because they're bad. like these kids don't know what escargot are right so right. like careful like once you get your hand in there like check them out see how many are in there count them out and like bring any like big ones in but like they're they're nippy so wear the gloves and like have a stick in case one starts going crazy on you so like oh, these kids God. walk out <laughs> Checking for escargots. That's oh, fantastic. That's we used to do uh, we used to do the ice count in the like cube count at the end of the night. Oh yeah, go to the ice machine. Great. Be yeah. like, yeah, like you know, you're doing the you're restocking. You know, you right, re right. you marry the ketchups. You do all that shit, and you're like, whoever's new, you're like, yeah, you're on cube count. Sorry, man. And like, okay, cool. What's that? You know, picture the same sort of stupid kid, but just not knowing. You're like, yeah, just we got to make sure that there's enough ice, and there ha- it can't be too much or it freezes over. So you got to go do a quick cube count. And they're like, yeah. okay, and they'll just head into the back and start counting ice cubes. <laughs> and just, just sheets of ice cubes are falling down all the time, right? <laughs> and sometimes you'll forget that you sent somebody on that. Oh, that happens to me all the time. Yeah, it's the and then you're like, oh, sorry, this is a quick joke. Dave, and, uh, Dave pulls his card in and sees the kid out front with a stick looking at the escargot traps. Like, oh, sorry. I got to tell my boss I'm legit responsible for the three hours overtime. We can only pay you till nine. Sorry. Yeah. Hey, bud. Yeah. <laughs> any luck out there? You find any yet? Uh, Okay. Fuck! I loved working in bars, man. That was some of my. That was those. Those were my carefree years. Like I didn't have much. I went to a, an animation college, so yeah. the the frats weren't what you were, were about. What you'd expect. There's nothing going on. Like yeah. there's no no raging keggers for animators. Um, so those were all my college years. They were great. Uh, you know, it was just working in restaurants and bars and stuff. I worked in two kitchens. One was uh, a Kelsey's, and I you. I kind of envy you guys for spending so much time in food service because, like, it's such a polar, like, people who legitimately know what they're doing and just the worst fuck-ups you can possibly imagine. Like, the fact that I was a decent employee shows you, like, how bad a lot of the fuck-ups are at Kelsey's. And, like, I was uh, I was in the dish pit, which is where you stick the fuck-ups most of the time. <laughs> so there's this one yeah. guy. Considering every first interview you ever had, you were usually, your mom picked you up three hours later. <laughs> and you're drunk. Grass on my face. <laughs> Food poisoning every time. <laughs> yeah. 
So I uh, I was there for about a month and a half. And again, you guys know through working in the restaurant news how quick the turnaround is on the average oh, yeah. dish oh, washer's for sure. career. So I, I, I'm there a month, but I still did like train three fucking new guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was the ten, I was the Bob of the dish pan. So you're always training your replacement in the dish. Yeah. The worst the worst fuck up I had to train is like he seemed immediately off. Like immediately <laughs> Like he was sixteen. Did and he, he uh, tell the person that he wanted to take her back and fuck her in the no, asshole? No, but the, the the thing that I'm going to tell you is not what he got fired for. He did get fired for making the girls uncomfortable. Oh my god! It was god. just immediately. It was. I think it was leering. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like right. you know that's bad when you get a complaint about leering. Right. But anyway, so yeah. he. Uh, I train him, and then like I, the old big eyes, like yeah. just looking through the eyebrows at people. Yeah. <laughs> and just the the lean to both side to side and still yeah. staring. Do you need okay. someone to walk into your car? And just the low hum. <laughs> no, you do. You do. <laughs> the low hum. Mm. <laughs> so, he, uh, I train him the night. Uh, he shadows me, and then the next night I uh, work, <clears throat> and my manager uh, brings me into the office. He's like, Ryan, did you, uh, did you train Terry last night? And I'm like, yeah. Uh, is there problems? Like, question, did you train him how to call in sick? And I'm like, no. And like, he's a funny guy, so he right. presses play on the voicemail that he gets. This fucking guy I trained called into work late because his wife had the flesh-eating bacteria. <laughs> not taking the whole day, not an absence, right. a late because she right. had a flesh-eating bacteria. And he just kind of hits up and he, I'm like, we're fucked right now. We still really need him. He's like, yeah, I know. So oh the God. guy, like, again, me lasting at the grocery store after that, that guy lasted like another week after that. Just because, as you know, you're like, you're fucked on a Friday night. Like It doesn't that, matter at any point. You're always fucked when it comes to dishwasher. Yeah, it's 100%. Like, it's terrible like, work. Uh, I think, like, there's a chance that right now he might be under investigation for murder. I know, <laughs> but, like... Uh, can we get through Saturday? He's, <laughs> yeah. his, pans, free on his Wednesday, pans aren't man. bad, guys. Yeah. His pans aren't bad. Yeah. Yeah. He'll the get first in there. Day, the first day they trained me, further to Keith's story, is they said, listen, we get it. This job sucks. <laughs> if you quit... Tell us. Don't just leave because they yeah. had a lot of oh, walkouts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had their yeah. shirts on. They had their shirts <laughs> on when they left. But yeah. like the the people would just go for a smoke and not come back. Numbers were huge. We had the only uh, speaking of that one of the dishwashers we had at Boston Pizza. The only adult was this gentleman named Carlos, uh, and he was from somewhere else. Uh, I don't know exactly. <laughs> I you know. Hey oh. He oh, certainly no no no, no, no. this is this is uh, Carlos. And, he, Carlos, ah. and he, he did not speak English at all, worked in a restaurant. So it didn't take long because he was an adult for them to be like, well, just move him into the kitchen. Yeah. And we're like, guys, we're pretty sure Carlos doesn't speak English. <laughs> and they're like, guys, he's he's a grown up. He'll be fine. They're clearly just paying this dude under the table. He rode his bike, you know, just down to the dumpster every day to sleep and then rode his bike back. <laughs> Great story. One night we're sitting there. As you say, I was the little karate kid. My hands are full. <laughs> Microwave is like, you know, head level kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I get something out. I'm holding it in one hand. I have a pizza in the other. I just do this funny little thing for my friend, Jonathan. I sweep up. I kick the, the door closed. Mm -hmm. Very, you know, my friend's like, whoa, that's fucking awesome. He's like, do that again. Do that again. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'm, at this point, I'm like, hey, I got a skill. Yep. And so I'm kicking the micro or microwave closed every time. Carlos, hey, hey, And we're like, I don't know. What, what are you saying? And he's like, day, day, day. And we're like, he's just got his hands bobbing up and down. And we're like, okay. And so he goes over and he, this is a fat dude. Okay. This is a fat grown up dude. But clearly he's taken some sort of YMCA karate at mm -hmm. his country. And so he opens the door. 
It is a very greasy floor in say, a pizza place. You need special shoes. <laughs> yeah, he did not have these shoes. He he lived in a dumpster and rode a bicycle to work. So he goes to kick it. The other foot comes straight up off his off the ground. He kicks the door on the bottom part of it. So the whole fucking thing goes flying off. So the microwave door goes flying, lands in the fucking fryer. <laughs> It's knocking fry grease all over the place. He's falling down on the ground and the grease is landing on him. Now, Jonathan, uh, unfortunately, rest in peace. This fucking nicest guy in the whole world. This is not, uh, yeah, that's a whole uh, nicest guy in the world. So, like, he stops me because I'm, st- I'm fucking dying laughing. He's tay, 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 and he's going to show us how it's done. And he knocks this fucking thing off, hits the fryer, and fries himself with this. So, Jonathan's like, he's like, get out. Just, we got to go. We got to go. We'll walk around the corner and we'll get our laughs out and we'll come back. Because this guy doesn't speak English, so we can't even explain why this is funny. This poor grown up is embarrassed. He's like so embarrassed. And so he's, we, so we're, we're laughing honestly for probably five or 10 minutes. We can't stop. I'm sweating right now. Yeah, every time oh, we think man. Oh, man. He's it probably got a family of four at home. Uh, 100%, and he's like, 100%. He's just trying to fit in. Just, but he's just trying fucking, to fit in, trying to reach out. I don't care. I'm not going to not fucking laugh at a man who says, Tay, 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 kicks a microwave door off, lands in a fryer, and burns himself on the ground. That's fucking funny. So we, after 10 minutes, we come back in and. Jonathan's like, okay, are you good? And I'm like, I'm, I'm good. We can do this. Let's go back to work. We're like, because he's he, Jonathan, sympathetic. He's like, fuck this yeah. poor guy. He's like, he's just trying to fit in. I'm like, you're absolutely right. Let's go. We walk in. He's got the melted fryer microwave door in his hand, trying to put it back on the microwave. <laughs> and that's exactly our reaction. I fucking lose it. Jonathan laughs so hard that he barfs on the ground. Because it's the funniest. He's like, I couldn't hold it in. He's like, I was just laughing so hard. He, he does that belly laugh. And then all of a sudden just burk and just barfs all over. So now there's fry grease, barf, and Carlos trying to put a melted fucking grease store on a microwave. Tay, tay, tay. Tay, tay, tay. It's still good, maybe? Maybe still good? Whew. Same oh, dude. Same dude oh, tried it again a little bit later. Uh, I think I mentioned before the spitting guy worked there. Yeah. We're hanging out after work. This one's quick, but it's fucking funny. He's, he's uh, tay, 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 going to show us all another <laughs> awesome move. Uh, trying to redeem himself, I believe, very shortly after. So he's like, I'm trying to, he's just trying to fit in. Nobody was shitty to him or anything. Like, right. he was hanging out with us after work and stuff. Tay, Tay, Tay grabs my friend's <laughs> hand, not speaking English, so my friend doesn't know what's going to happen. And he's just a little kid like me, right? We're the same age, so he's 12 years old. Yeah. So this guy's showing us martial arts uh, from his country on this 12 year old, just grabs his hand, just think, just snaps it back. My friend's like, ah, fuck, and punches him in the nose. <laughs> <laughs> Out of a reaction, Tay 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 falls over his table and lands on the ground. Now, on top of everything that he's done, everybody in the restaurant has heard this story. And he's trying to redeem himself and gets almost knocked unconscious by a 12 year old kid. And I think that was the last time that we saw Carlos. Oh, man. Yeah, it was pretty funny. It was a good time. I worked at Pepsi, delivering Pepsi, which was kind of awesome. I was that sounds pretty good, kid. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was on the truck, so I like a lot of it. Like, I used to go up and do northern trips where I was like – but I was still kind of chubby, like, my first year of college and, like, right, in, right. in that summer. 
And uh, so I was constantly definitely like the, I guarantee you now looking back, I was the fat kid that all the drivers kind of made fun about. <laughs> <laughs> like running with my car. Lowest self-esteem I've ever Maybe we should, yeah. get, we should get him to deliver Diet Pepsi maybe with <laughs> him, guys. Yeah, I was on the right side of the car where like the, the water and the Diet Pepsi. And Dave, we're halfway were. through our delivery. Can you get to the other side of the truck to even us out, please? <laughs> and then, uh, but one of my favorite things to do, I don't know, I had a little bit of time off where I didn't have a job at one of the summers but like always going and exploiting my friends that actually were good workers and like worked at other I had a buddy Gavin that worked at a Burger King and oh nice he worked at the like one of this Burger King was kind of on the outskirt of town and like once a month every summer uh, there was this field party that was out like you could walk like 20 minutes out of town and then get shit faced walk all the way back and then Gavin was always on the late shift so we would always exploit it where like we'd go walk up to the Burger King drive through and like go up <laughs> oh, welcome to Burger King like Gavin and just start yelling at him did your and friend give you all kinds of like free burgers and shit? He made he made something called the Gavin Whopper. Amazing, it had amazing. Fucking egg, yeah. bacon. It had ev- an onion ring. It had everything. Like this thing had to be at least eight inches tall in a wrapper by the time you got it into you. Oh. And as a drunk, like as a drunk 16, 17 year old, it was the single handed greatest thing ever. But like inevitably, like I know because he like there's one time he's like I, I can't do that guys I can't do it like yeah, I know yeah, he got yeah, shit. yeah yeah he yeah got yeah, shit, yeah. Like, yeah those were the fucking greatest. Yeah, we had a we had a friend. Our her deal was. She was awesome. Uh, this girl, Karen, she was like, okay, you just got to order something. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're just like, okay, I'll take a cheeseburger and a Coke. And you're like, and she's like, okay. And, you know, it's like, four. she come back. She have like 14 Big Macs in a fucking bag for us. <laughs> <laughs> like nine filet of fish. Just the most food we could carry. It was awesome. awesome. It's the best. I love, that was another great thing too, is exploiting your friend's good jobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Because, you know, like, you and guys... same thing. I worked, like, I was a doorman at 17. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So, oh, again, God, as, yeah. as, a, as the, the a karate kid, it was phenomenal. So, all my friends, yeah. I'm like, guys, I'll let any of you in. You just have to show me some kind of fucking ID that's somewhat close yep. just right. yeah, just yeah. in the ballpark if you show me that i'll let you in i don't give yep. a fuck i'm fine even, because even my boss doesn't care he's yep. like whatever no, i can prove that they showed me fuck them yep. um i don't know why that place shut down um but my <laughs> other friend so you it, were eight at the time <laughs> so payback for that was uh my friend had the greatest the job i wanted forever uh he worked out a uh, movie theater Oh, no. That was the job. I I mean, obviously, I I went into movies. Movies are my life. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to work in a fucking movie theater, and I could not get in. Mm -hmm. Uh, But one of my best friends growing up, that was his job from, like, 14 on. And uh, so it was amazing. Every time I'd go to pick him up, I could just go see whatever movie I wanted. So that was the start of, you know what I mean? Like, I saw every single movie in the movie theater like anything like i remember one time i think i watched ghost like 14 times because it was just in the day i was like yeah i'll sit in on that again yep i watched everything fried green tomatoes i'm like yeah sure that sounds cool <laughs> i'm like whatever it's not fucking ninjas or john claude van damme but let's see what happens <laughs> i remember was- we had uh the friend who had the the late night shift at subway and remember, you guys go back a little bit. They had to get rid of this policy for this reason. There was the uh, the stamps. They don't do the stamps anymore. Right, right, right. Just, oh, yeah. They, it was, they did really shitty job fucking tracking this clearly because right. they would just give us, you know, things, sheet after sheet after sheet after sheet of fucking stamps. I 
it wasn't until afterwards well you know everybody moves on and stuff like that networking i went to the subway the first time i'm like this shit's expensive i've never actually had to pay for a sub in my life this is 12 dollars man i remember we used to go there for a lunch and but like i used to go like half guys half girls and there's always a like there's this cute girl that always used to go with us and like she paid for her sub in front of me and the guy like across the counter like i guess like he went to high school too and we all knew him but he like watch him he's like yeah one two three four five like he gives her pretty much almost a full cart of stamps <laughs> and then like i go up and i pay for my side right beside him. he's like hey dave yeah good to see you bunk <laughs> yeah good to see you dave she got your stamps yeah uh, uh what <laughs> like you just gave her he's like uh-huh and like that was it he's like i'll give you one more for your breasts dink <laughs> uh what so going back to like the worst job ever like what you were fired for i was never really fired for a job but like i guess the second year i came back from college i had a uh <gasps> i had a laboring job i had a job where i was actually a ginormous like like I was my first laboring job. So it's like their first real man's job. My dad knew a guy who owned like a, uh, uh, masonry company. So what, like we're talking mm. brick and mortar. Okay. And like right, 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 cin- yeah. cinder blocks and mortar. And like, yep. I've never done it before. So like there's guys that are, they're really good. They're good layers. Sure. And like, so I'm the bitch that's like shoveling, making mortar, running fucking barrels, <laughs> huffing it up the scaffold and whatnot. It fucking sucked that hardest sounds, job yeah. that oh, sounds god. terrible Good god yeah hardest job i've ever had in my life but like i was i had an ethic to it so i tried my very hardest and like they could tell i was giving an effort i had a guy push me off a scaffold just thought it was funny <laughs> like literally some old crazy guy i got up there with the thing and he's like dude this is fucking slop and he kind of gave me a push off the side of the head and i fell like good eight ten feet onto the ground boom i thought at first it was just a joke and like he's pushing and like they're gonna catch me right before no. he pushes you he's like tay 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 off the side to go so off i go and i this is some sort of initiation they're gonna trust fall catch you i remember it was like it was within my first week so at first i kind of thought halfway through my fall i was like this isn't this isn't really happening and i fucking ball on the ground and like all right that was a fucking sign of like you're a fucking shit laborer like make my mortar better that's great. And like the one guy, you, you, you were the Carlos. You can tell. He's like you can kind of tell. He's the Undertaker throwing mankind <laughs> off the top of the fucking cell. Like that's so amazing. you can kind of tell. Like you could tell it by the guy. Like he was a mean, gruff guy, but. Even the big eyes he had when I fell down, he was like, I did not fucking push you that hard. Like, I don't know if I was just tired or whatnot, but like he threw me off the scaffold and everyone else kind of looking and just quiet. And I just went back and started making more mortar and no one said shit. And be- anyway, so oh, my, boss, my boss used to drive me back and forth to, to work and like, I was always like, I was always a little drinker, but I was kind of a good kid. But like, when you work with these men, these are hard men. And oh, yeah. My dad's a cop, and at the time I was living with my dad and uh, my little brother, and uh, so I could have been, I was 18, 19, something like that, and it was the first time I ever got so fucked up on weed that Mm. I couldn't really talk because he's driving home (laughs) and these guys are smoking joints and I don't smoke at all and so I take I take like a couple big hits and I'm trying to keep up and just do exactly what they're doing no matter what because I've already been thrown off a fucking scaffold it's kind of like the mafia thing like I don't want to I don't want to seem like all right, I cannot no matter what like these guys might throw me out here and just I have to fucking walk home so I'm smoking and by the time he drops me off at my door I am I can't look I can't look at my, like my dad's like, David, supper's ready. I'm like, I just need to go to bed. And so I went downstairs, but like to this, 
and like it wasn't soon after that where like I just, I just kept my head down and I fucking quit that job. That sucked. It was the worst oh, job ever. Oh, I just like that was pretty much my firing. I got thrown off a fucking scaffold and then I got smoked up to the point where he, the guy knew my dad's a cop and he thought it was probably he laughed his ass <laughs> oh, out yeah. of gear. Sure, yeah, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Dropped me off like and my dad might have been on it too probably because he's a asshole. But like I was mortified. <laughs> Fucking Ugh. OPP drunk cop looking at his high son. And one thing drunk cops don't like are people that do drugs. Right. Of right. course. Um, so speaking of that, I actually, I had a, a similar, not that I didn't get thrown off a scaffold. Um, <laughs> when I was in college. So the one thing I will say about going to college, I lived in a college, uh, my college was in a college town. So there's like two or three of them yep. and nearby. So there are, lo- there are a plethora of uh, attractive young girls. Mm-hmm. I could, you know, even with all my experience, I was a manager in a restaurant at that point. Uh, I was a waiter, a bartender. I could not get those jobs. Like that was my plan. I was right. like, oh, I've got tons of experience. I'll just go 10 bars somewhere. Could not find anything anywhere. <clears throat> Super desperate for work. Uh, and my buddy's like, oh, he's like, oh, uh, I saw an ad in the thing. He's like, you know, it just says they need a doorman. I'm like, fuck, I don't love doing door, but whatever. It's yep. fine. <clears throat> Couple nights a week. So I go in, it's a Wednesday. It's a strip club. And so I'm like, oh, Uh-oh. and it's like, it's a dive strip club too. Right. Like this is, you know, like I'm talking like C-section strippers and <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, it, well, it's a Wednesday. So to be fair, I mean, where are they going to go? Uh, <laughs> so anyway, first day I'm like, okay, well, all right. Yeah, it can't be that bad. You know, like it's, you know, it's, it's, it's fine. And he's like, okay. So, uh, first thing, you know, uh, he's like, uh, he goes, uh, it's a, uh, we do, we don't allow colors in here. But we are affiliated. He's like, so it's like, and I'm like, I don't, re- I'm, I don't understand what he means. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I grew up with bikers, so yeah. I'm like, I should have understood what this meant, but I don't know the lingo. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, he's like, so if they're patched up, and as soon as he says patched up, I'm like, oh my god, he means bikers. I'm like, I'm working in a biker strip club, like a biker owned strip club. And I'm like, oh my fucking God. And I can't leave. What am I going to do? Now I'm Tay Tay Tay. I'm standing yeah. in the fucking. I, I, I'm, so I'm like, okay. I'm like, cool, cool. Yeah. I'm, this is normal. And so he goes, okay. So he goes, uh, the, most of the guys, they'll always take off the colors. Everybody's respectful. Nobody's a dick. He's like, uh, he goes, so here's the deal. Anybody's just uh, fisticuffs, whatever. You escort him. Anybody who's grabbing a pool cue, he's like, "You come to me. I got a shoddy under the bar." And he's oh like, "He goes, that's my." God. He goes, "He go a pool cue or a knife? That's up to me. I'll take care of that." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah." And I'm just like, "This is okay." I was like, "People are gonna have like knives and guns and stuff." <laughs> I was like, "I'm not used to this at all." Uh, and so Wednesday night, and that's my first shift. So I'm just there, and I have to work. Like I'm not this. I got the interview. They said like they know they're they're just probably the same thing as dishwashers. Yep. You know, you just need a body. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they're like the only thing just hands off hands off the girls, and I'm like no problem. I actually prided myself as a doorman. I was a good doorman because I was much better just as a cooler. Mm-hmm. Like you say, I I know how to handle myself, but I'm a nice guy. I can just talk to you yep. and tell you to just simmer down. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so much easier than hitting someone. And so uh, people don't understand that for people who don't get into fights. As if you get into fights, it fucking hurts to fight. It oh, doesn't yeah. matter if you win or lose. Your hands will get fucked up. Yep. Yeah. Um, so anyway, that's always been my goal. Uh, <laughs> and now I'm working in a bike owned strip club. <laughs> and so first night, everybody's super nice. Uh, I'm like, the most okay, you know scenario what? is not the you won and hurt your hand fight. Oh, no. I'm not situation. worried about my hands at this point. <laughs> yeah, no. No. So, first shift, amazing. Mm-hmm. 
awesome and it's good money too i think i was getting like 150 a night back then you know like just a cash under the table i was going to assume cash it was yeah. it was pretty good wasn't bear, so, wasn't bear bonds it wasn't, no, it, wasn't uh... it wasn't uh and uh he was like hey and after work if you if you have a car uh the girls often like to get rides home just for safety and they'll usually shoot you another 50 bucks so i was like oh Fuck. god yeah. I was like, yeah. like, amazing this sounds perfectly innocent and awesome um <laughs> so first shift no problems everything is great couple of the guys who I guess were the bikers that owned the place. They didn't come in with their colors or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Everybody was cool, respectful. Nobody put a hand on the girls or anything like that. And I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm, I'm being a goddamn dick. What's wrong with me? Yep. Like, how dare I judge this class of people These just because... labels that I put on yeah, people. Yeah, fucking... I'm mad at myself. <laughs> I'm mad at myself. So that's Wednesday. I go in again <laughs> on Friday. Apparently, there's quite a difference in a strip club. As someone who doesn't frequent these, I did not know. Oh, so I gave a girl a ride home, an extra $50 for me. Mm -hmm. She was happy because I didn't ask for a blowjob on the way home. <laughs> a real treat for both of us. And uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to Friday. This is going to be great. I can make 150 for the night. Maybe I can give a couple girls a ride home. One thing you're really good at is not getting blown. So if you can get $50 <laughs> yeah. every time that happens. That other guy from the restaurant, would he might have been able to use that line and it might have gone okay. I don't know. So Friday comes. Now, I was working alone on the Wednesday. Not that busy. I right. guess they were failing. You know, and the owner was there. And he's a big dude, too. Yeah. Um, He's not going to be there this night. So there's a bunch of extra guys on door this night. Uh, I guess they know that Fridays are going to be a little more rowdy. Big fucking juice heads. Mm -hmm. Like just enormous. You know what I mean? Like just muscled out the ass. Yeah. Like to the point where I don't even know if they could really move, but it wouldn't matter because right. they're just going to throttle you. First thing they say, I'm not a huge guy. I'm, 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 I'm a big guy, but I'm not enormous like these dudes. Yep. Six foot, you know, whatever. I'm probably 195 at the time. And so they're like, ah, oh, karate guy? And I'm like, yeah, oh, cool. Okay, I'll be the karate guy. I'm, I'm like, this job's great. I got a little fucking nickname. Yep. Woo, let's do this. He's like, cool, you want a bump? And I'm like, what? They all start doing blow before their shift. All the doormen <laughs> get railed off coke. I'm like, no, um, mm-mm. <laughs> Tay, tay, tay. I do not need this. <laughs> and so they're like, cool. All right. They, they got their one guy who's their version of fucking Patrick Swayze. He's the, he's the head guy. You just follow my lead. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, this is going to be sweet. It's going to be like Wednesday. Not like Wednesday. <laughs> I'm standing off to the side. I'm really just supposed to almost shadow this night, right? Just right. watch how it goes. Couple uh, college kids in there. Get a little frisky. One guy literally just taking his dollar or five dollar, just tries to put it in her G string. And I did not know that this wasn't allowed. I thought, oh, well, I thought that's how they put it in. Right. So he puts it in and then he just runs his hand down her leg. Now, admittedly, I find this gross, but I find it gross in general. Yeah. I did not know if this was against the rules. That so, was a line. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. very blurry. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah this is, I, I'm not 100% sure. My instinct is uh, I'm going to go over to this guy. I'm going to calm it down before it gets going. Mm. This is my level-headed attitude towards working door. <laughs> As I take two steps over, my plan is, okay, these guys aren't going to do shit. They're just college kids. I'm going to be like, hey, guys, we're not going to put our hands on the girls. Let's, yep. let's be realistic about this, okay? That's a person. I didn't get to say any of that. <laughs> uh, one of the giant meatheads runs up and just 
rams his body into the back of this kid and his head just smashes against the stage because they're at the perv row thing right, there right, right. and his buddies just eh, they back up the other doormen don't care that they back up they just slam oh, everybody yeah. out of the way now they grab this guy they move him out like it was like a, a fucking coked up seal team six <laughs> moving a, a osama out the back so they're like come on we're gonna show you and i'm like holy fuck what is going on i'm like i just want does anyone need a ride home i'll give someone to ride home <laughs> uh, i was like and so i we go to the back and they're like this is what we do and he kicks open the door and chucks this poor fucking kid down a like now not not like if you you know a huge flight of stairs like it's not rocky level but there's some metal stairs out the back of this place <laughs> they chuck this kid at, like he rolls down these stairs and they're like and he's like that's it that's all we do they touch him you throw him and i was like okay yeah got it i'm totally cool with this <laughs> i'm honest I, I'm, I'm like i'm for sure crying i just don't know if they can see <laughs> and uh so end of that night my boss is like hey karate come on in and i'm like cool i'm like he's like hey payday so he gives me 150 bucks he's like ah you think this job's for you i was like no sir i do not oh, God. <laughs> I was like, that's your best case yeah scenario, he's like man. he's like where are you going to school i'm like i'm an animator at Sheridan. he's like oh good for you good yeah. for you the cartoons all right, here, here, go, go do some more cartoons. Throws me another 150 bucks. Aww. He's like, well, we'll call it a night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Good for him. I just witnessed maybe a murder. That's I'm not the 100% nicest sure. ending that story could have had. I was actually picturing a scenario where they bring him out back and, you know, they got him by the arms and they're nah, tuning, no, they're hey, tuning hey, him up. And then they look at you like, and then they look at you. All right. New guy. Shawn Michaels. New guy. Karate. 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 It's, like, yeah. it's, it's like that scene in Karate Kid when exactly. they're holding against yeah. the fence. Yeah. This poor guy's wearing a shower costume. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so that was a fun two-day shift. I forgot, That's I, as yeah. good as that could have ended, man. You it was. Yeah, I, man. I, I, honestly, yeah. I went back to my roommate. My roommate was like my best friend. He's like, he's like how'd it go? I was like, it's fucking really bad. I was like, but we, we got, I got some money. I was like, we can eat some food now. I was like, it's going to be fine, man. It's going to be fine. I just got paid $300 to not get blown and not this fight. Is, this is, I don't talk. This is, You're this actually, you might be the best doorman in history. You didn't rape any strippers. You yeah. just didn't ride home. And you lasted two days. I was completely <laughs> oblivious to how life works in strip clubs. That might be the happiest ending to a podcast we've ever had. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, you know what? That's, I think that, yeah, let's end on that. Anything else, Ryan? I, know, you got I don't a, want to touch it. We're in a good no. place. Yeah. Dave, yeah. were you ever a pimp or anything? No, man. I'm, I'm really happy with your not getting, uh, it was good. It was a, it, a good ending to a very, uh, shit filled pants, uh, job. Well, even though the story was in the seediest and probably the lowest life form right. place in the world, uh, you were a race. Hey, it's, hey, it's again, got this feel good ending where you kick up your heels as you're leaving the strip club. Like yeah, life's going to be okay. I don't know how, uh, the guy who got thrown out of the place's story ended. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like his podcast doesn't end on a high note. <laughs> Or his buddies that were just like, dude, yeah, that was over the time. You probably don't even remember grabbing one of them, trying to just fit in like, oh, God. Oh, I, I, dude, I was so, I can legitimately say I, I was in a situation where I didn't know what was going on. Mm. It was so far out of control <laughs> that I was just like, I don't know what this is. Um, yeah. Anyway, cool. All right. That's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, thank you very much, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Met a girl last night. Everything's going right. Says she likes me and she wants me to come over. Get back to her place. We start sucking face. One thing leads to another in the bedroom. And when we're done, she looks into my eyes. 
And she drops a terrible surprise Says she's already named our baby Oh man This bitch is crazy I can't believe this is my luck This bitch is crazy I should have known it wasn't just a kiss Log on Facebook, checked her update In quotations, I just met my soulmate Sends a million texts about our wedding day Says she bought a ring, lol, is that okay? I'm freaking out, what am I going to do? So I sat her down and did what I knew I said I'm sorry, but I think we're through That bitch went crazy, throwing everything inside. That bitch went crazy, said, baby, this is our first fight. That bitch is crazy, see, I'm not kidding, I had to move away. That bitch is crazy, the scar on my head. 